Welcome back everyone to Beating the System. This is your host Gabriel and this is episode 4 where we talk about strategies in class to make the most out of your class time. I'm also here with Justin Morin, a second and three at Laurier McDonald. So Justin, do you think sitting in the front of the class is beneficial compared to sitting in the back? Well, yes, I believe so, because in the front of the class, you can't really be naughty because the teacher is literally always watching you every single thing that you're doing. Because right now in my class, I'm sitting in the front of the class, so I know how it is. And to be honest, my grades have gone up way more than last year from when I was sitting in the back of the class. But I also find that sitting in the back, you have more distractions. Yeah. Uh, see the other students working. Yeah. Also, Plus, the board is further, so it may be more difficult to concentrate. And finally, there's also the poster on the walls. Yeah, the poster on the walls is the biggest thing that I used to get caught up in because they would always be there flashing with their bright colors and just attracted me. While like now, sitting in the front, my grades are 90s and higher. And yeah, I'm very grateful to be sitting in the front. That's great. How about uh, in class? Uh, Do you take notes on paper or on your computer and type them out? I take notes on my paper because I feel like it is way better than on the computer because on the computer, I'm a bit of a slow typer, to be honest. And yeah, for me, the paper has always been trustworthy and I use it and it works fine. I see. That makes sense. How about is there a specific way you take those notes? Well, it depends the day, to be honest. Some days I just go and I write whatever I want. Some days it's super formative. Some days it's very loosely formative. And that's the thing that I should be working on is to make my notes more the same kind of each and every single day for each and every single class because they are just all over the place right now. I need way better note-taking skills. I see. And um, do you take notes during class when the teacher explains or would you do it when she stops explaining when you're supposed to work? (laughs) That's a good question. Sometimes I do both, to be honest, because it depends if I'm doing the work while she's explaining it, because sometimes I do that so I could get a head start on the notes, because notes for me are way easier than work. But sometimes if it's a topic that I'm like having trouble with while I'm doing the work, I, of course, take the notes. How how would you approach a recoup session if you needed help? How I would approach a recoup session if I needed help? That's a good question. I would approach a recoup session first by asking my teacher when she is available because all teachers have lives outside of school and we need to work with them within that time frame, you know? And sometimes I just like run up to them like, hey, miss, is it okay if we have a little chat after school? Or sometimes I just uh, like see the, the, what's it called? The schedule and then I work with my time and their time so they don't have to take some time out of their day for me. That makes sense. But when you're actually at the recoup, how would you go about asking your question? I would just like state my questions like straight because what's the point of being like nervous if you are there to understand? For me, so you'd be blunt and precise? Yes, just straight up. That makes sense. It helps the teacher. Yeah, explain better. Yes, essentially. Yeah. Do you think uh, participating in class helps you understand the subject better more than just watching as the teacher explains the subject? Uh, Yes, 100% yes. Because let's say, for example, we are learning something on bones, right? And then I say something completely off topic. My teacher will correct me, right? Now I will know for the rest of the school year that that has nothing to do with bones. And for me, that is like the best way to teach. It's to learn from your mistakes. That is true. Do you think that uh, group projects are beneficial in your opinion? 100% again, I think group projects are very good because you are able to talk to people and work with them who have not the same opinions as you. And then you learn together in a way that you wouldn't be able to learn if you were doing a project alone. 
Okay, but how about let's say you don't get to pick uh, your group members and they so happen to be very lazy and unproductive. How would you handle that? That is also something that has happened to me before. And to be honest, you just have to work over them. You know, you have to take leadership and take charge and then you just really have to inspire them. And if they really don't want to do anything, you could go straight to the teacher and they'll fix it. You know, a very well answer. Yes. So let's say you're meeting up with your group members the first time you chosen them and how would you introduce yourself? I'll say, hi, my name is Justin. Um, I'm going to take this very seriously. And if you won't be able to catch up, then I'll try and push you as hard as I can. And I hope we will make a good team together. Very blunt, but quite effective. <laughs> what would you do when you don't understand a part of the subject and the teacher moves on anyways? Well, first I would ask for recoup. And if she says, ah, oh, sorry, I, I can't go this day, this day, the, like all the days that I'm free, then I would just have to go on YouTube. <laughs> to be honest, YouTube helps many times before and it, it helped me understand a bunch of things that I never understood. Like last year in math, I had a lot of trouble and YouTube helped a lot. Interesting. Would you try asking maybe a classmate for help instead? Possibly, but sometimes for my classmates is that they give an explanation that is a little confusing. Like for my best friend, for example, I'm, I'm not going to name any names. I'm, I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus, but still, sometimes their explanations for me isn't what I'm looking for, if, if I could say it like that, you know? It, I'm, I'm looking for something more like precise, something more like right, and something that I can understand easier. Oh, that makes sense. Since easier, uh, YouTube's just better option than classmates. Yeah. Yes. Though that's not all the time, it's yeah, most that, of the time. You are taking a gamble if you are going on YouTube. And thankfully, I've, I've never lost. That's good. Yeah. How much time would you spend on a problem before asking for help or assistance? For me, it really depends the scenario. Let, let's say it's a test. Uh, I'm asking the question right away to the teacher. But see, sometimes I'm very stubborn and I'm like, you know what? No, let's try. And, and, and then I keep trying like 15 times over. Then I'm not getting it. Then I'm like, okay, I give in and I'm going to ask either teacher or class. Of course, not during a test because we aren't allowed to talk friends during a test. That makes sense. Yeah. And when you're in class learning, how would you stay motivated to pay attention in class? How I would stay motivated to pay attention in class. How personally, I would just listen to every single word the teacher is saying, even if it's like boring me out of my mind, I will stay attentive. That's the thing. Now, since I'm in the front, I have an easier like job than when I was in the back with all the distractions and the noise from other classmates, posters and everything, people at the door, people in the hallway, you know, now I'm just really concentrated. But sometimes, you know, when you're reading a book for the entire class and you're just there sitting, it's very hard to stay motivated because you don't like the story. <laughs> Frankly, I don't like the story we are reading right now in English, but still, you know, try to listen to every single word the teacher is saying, even if you have no, how should I say this? Uh, you don't like the subject. Fair response. What would be your ideal teacher then? My ideal teacher would be a teacher that likes to keep things new. Like, like, okay, for example, we had the best English class I ever had today because the teacher decided to like make us play a game instead of reading the book again. And it was amazing because we ran around our houses finding stuff for survival. And it was so fun because it correlated back to the book and we learned something at the same time. That's why I believe that we should always do those type of things, keep things new because kids will get bored and distracted. Like, Gabriel, I'm telling you, I never saw my class so motivated to do something other than Kahoot. And it really was an experience uh, that, that I will never forget in my school years. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Let's hope you have the teacher next year as well. <laughs> Hopefully. So when you're in class, 
What would you put on your desk? What I would put on my desk? Um, I would put out my copy book for notes. And well, it depends. Like, what are we doing? Like, sometimes I put out my binder. Sometimes I put out my stack of loose leaves if I want to write something during the time. And it also depends the class. Sometimes in art, he allows us to just draw all the time, even when he's explaining. It's it, it's just so fun. And like, sometimes I'm, I'm just drawing, but I still am listening to what he's talking about. And it's really fun. But then if we're in a class like history or science, I probably have my binder out, my stack of loose sleeves, my pencil case, and yeah, all neatly organized, of course. Okay, so you put on your desk just yeah. what you need. Just what I need, nothing extra, because we have very small desks in my class. How about your phones then? I mean, my phone, my phone's in my locker. Because that is yeah. a good idea. But yes, before uh, the beginning of our, the school year, we were allowed our phones. Yeah, we would you were allowed. Bring it in class in your pocket, or would you still uh, leave it in your locker? Yes, I would bring it in class because just in case we would play Kahoot or something like that, just to have it always ready on me, just in case. Because yeah, and also sometimes I think it was my French teacher who would allow us to take pictures of the board just in case we missed something. Interesting. And yeah. for the final question, Hit. would you sit beside your friends in your class? All right, I'm, I'm going to be brutally honest here. It depends which friends. Because if, if we're talking about my studious friends, sure, why not? Because they will, because they know when is the time to talk and when it's the time to work, you know? But then if we're talking about my social friends, like, yeah, like Sheldon, as you know, since you contacted me through him, Sheldon, he is an amazing guy. He's very smart, but he likes to talk. <laughs> no slamming on Sheldon, but he, he he's an amazing guy. He just likes to talk and nothing wrong with that, you know? Plus, sometimes, like, I get really irritated when people talk like while I'm working like I'm clearly working on math equations they're like hey Justin hey Justin I'm like can you guys see I'm working here like it's yeah so my friends it depends the friend you know that's very fair yes and thank you for being here today no problem thank you Gabriel for the invitation anytime and do you have any last uh, comments concerns that you'd like to add uh, no, I just want to say thank you again for inviting me to this. This has been an experience I've never been a part of before. And yeah, it's been really fun. Thank you.